Welcome to A Girl's Guide To, the podcast designed to help generations of women enhance their minds, love their bodies, and heal their souls. I'm your host, Michaela, a girl navigating life and helping you do the same. I'm so happy and grateful that you are here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of A Girl's Guide 2 and happy Monday, happy new week. I hope that you had a fabulous weekend, a safe weekend, a fun weekend, of course. I'm super excited for today's episode because we're bringing back the interview style, which I did quite a while back at the beginning of the podcast, but I have here with me today a wonderful woman who has quite the story and I feel that you can learn a lot from her experiences and her business ventures that she's currently on and just all of the things in her life, right? That's the coolest part about being human, having this human experience, I think, is getting to know other people, learning their life experiences, and taking lessons out of things that they've learned as well. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine, Victoriana or Tori. So hey girl, what's up? Hi, (laughs) thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, of course. I'm so happy to have you. So yeah, I'm Victoriana. Um, Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Go for it. This is your time to shine. (laughs) I'm here in Providence. I am a licensed esthetician, business owner. Um, Right on the east side. It's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. What do you? What is your business? Tell the girls because I have a feeling they're really gonna love it. <laughs> so I'm an esthetician, so I focus mainly on skincare, facials, and eyelash extensions, eyelash lifts, and tints. Um, a little bit of waxing, brows, upper lip, underarms. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. And how long have you been in the entrepreneur, entrepreneur, that word always gets me tongue tied, but how long have you been in the space and kind of like, how did you get started with your business? So I started in 2021, like right fresh out of the pandemic. And I started with doing lash extensions. So I actually got my teacher like I learned how to do lash it my lash certification years and years before that Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until after the pandemic that I really decided to start practicing and really make it a business because it was something I knew how to do but it wasn't like a skill that I had perfected or really honed in on until the pandemic hit and I had the extra time for the practice um, because lashes are so hard (laughs) Lashes are really, really hard to learn and get into. And it's a lot of like muscle memory. So you don't really get it until you do it. So Mm. it wasn't until I had that extra time with COVID to practice on my friends and family who were around. Um, Yeah. So that's how I got into it. And then I was doing lashes for a little bit and I decided I wanted to maybe add a couple more services or if I ever wanted to move out of state, a lot of other states require you to have your aesthetics license to do lashes. So I kind of just went into aesthetic school thinking like, I'll do this, I'll learn how to wax. I don't know if I'll love skincare, but it'll be a good license for me to have. So I went into it not knowing what to expect and I fell in love with the spa atmosphere and the relaxing nature of facial services. And I thought I was gonna like hate touching people, but I love it. Like (laughs) 
massage is my favorite part. Like it relaxes my clients just as much as it relaxes me. So I'm really enjoying getting more into that space and stepping a little bit away from the lash extensions and glam and getting more into like the holistic skincare and at home regimens. I love that. That's awesome. It It's like even hearing you talk about it, I'm like relaxing right now thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really, that's really like what I'm here for is relaxing. Like relaxing. I'm a Taurus. I'm, I love comfort and relaxation. Mm-hmm. So relaxing has like, how did I make something a part of my personality, like relaxing and being calm? And some people say lazy, but not <laughs> like it's different and I really enjoyed bringing that into my career which in most other jobs there's not much space for relaxation right yeah so you definitely lucked out with that I'm so happy that it all worked out for you and it's funny that we're chatting about this because I actually made one of the goals for 2024 to have a better skincare routine, skincare regimen, like just take better care of my skin, drink more water. I talked about it in the first episode of the new year that we were leaving behind bad skincare routines and not drinking enough water in 2023. <laughs> so yeah. I would love to hear, just to kind of start us off here, as the skincare queen, the face garden queen that you are, what are some like simple tips for the girls who because I feel like a lot of girls have no idea where to start with skincare right and everyone's skin is so different but it is so important to take care of as we're aging not just because of the health but how it makes us feel our confidence as we're growing so what are some things that you would say like basic beginner tips for the girlies who want to get a skincare routine together in this new year So I would definitely say start simple. Don't go into Sephora and buy all these crazy products with these active ingredients that you you may not necessarily need or might cause more harm to your skin than good. I see a big trend right now with like drunk elephant and everyone's talking about it on Instagram and like young girls are putting retinoids on their face when they don't need them. Like definitely start simple. go to see an esthetician don't you don't always you don't have to purchase a facial but you could go in for a consultation a lot of estheticians offer just consultations where they can give you their professional opinion of your skin type and what's going to work best for your skin because every skin type is going to need a different cleanser and a different moisturizer to really target the needs of your skin but starting off simple with just a simple cleanser and moisturizer is really like a good place to start you don't need to have a seven-step skincare routine when you're starting out because it's just not realistic to even stick to. And Mm. you don't necessarily need it. If you want to see certain changes in your skin or you have breakouts, then we'll introduce more active ingredients. But I definitely recommend going to an esthetician and doing that under the guidance of an esthetician because when you are using these skincare ingredients, you want to ease your way into them. And if Mm. you do have have adverse reactions you want to learn how to address those like if you use a product and it really dries your skin out but you need it to combat some of the oiliness for the breakouts you want to use that in the proper way right yeah it's literally like a whole just like concoction like a whole math equation right like it's a balancing act so that's like the biggest like 
way to explain it is just especially when you're trying to address issues like acne like you want to balance the moisture in your skin as well as drying out that oil that you don't want right absolutely and i know that a good skincare routine can really make all the difference and it can definitely be trial and error right like i've learned in my own experience i had really terrible like i don't know if it was hormonal acne or what it was but it was bad when i was like 17 18 and it took me a long time to get to where i am today so i really had to have that patience and like trust in my dermatologist and in the esthetician and you know have that understanding that okay this is gonna take some time but it'll be worth it in the end definitely and as you go through life too like you get older you go through hormonal changes like even going from your teens to your 20s your skin is going to change throughout that time so your skincare should change too even through the seasons like you're going to use a heavier moisturizer in the winter than in the summertime and Mm -hmm. i'm sorry my boyfriend is making faces at me (laughs) (laughs) boyfriend don't distract she's killing it I got him on skincare routine. He wants me to mention that. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about it because the skincare routine is not just for ladies and the ladies listening need to get their men. No, you do need to get your boyfriend on a skincare routine. It (laughs) doesn't have to be simple for them to to really get used to it. But I definitely would say like that's been a big change for him too in his skin. Even a friend of his noticed the other day and was like, wow, your skin looks really good. And he's like, yeah, my girlfriend, I'm listening to my girlfriend now and doing the skincare routine. <laughs> As he should, because you're the licensed queen. You know what you're talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. And what would you say, I know we're, I, I want to get into your story, but I love this skincare chat we have going on right now. Oh, so yeah. what would you say has just been like the biggest, maybe like lesson you've learned in your time as an esthetician or like maybe some something that you didn't really like expect that most girls wouldn't know about skin that people should know about, I guess? Even if you have dry skin, even if you feel like your skin is dry, that can be just a condition of your skin. You can still have an oily skin type and your skin can be producing oil but because of how you are going through life and if you're not drinking enough water or you're just not moisturizing enough or the moisturizer you have isn't doing enough for your skin, you can still have an oily skin type, but it appears dry. I have a lot of clients who come in and like the first thing they say to me is I have dry skin, but then I go in and I look at their skin type and they are more oily. I feel like a lot of my clients, because I do have a lot of younger clients around Mm -hmm. my age, um, some like teens, late teens, um, they're oily and everyone thinks they're dry because that's a condition, but your skin type and your skin condition are different. So although Mm -hmm. you can have oily or dry skin, you can also have dehydrated skin. So it's the amount of water retention in your skin versus the amount of oil that your skin is producing. Okay, Miss Victoriana with the science. I love this. No, that's really interesting because I feel that exact way about my skin, especially right now with the weather being just colder and drier. Like I know I have more of an oily skin type, but it has been appearing or feeling dry. So that was really spot on. I love that. And now I'm going to like, now I know this, right? (laughs) And this is exactly what you were talking about, about going to see an esthetician, going to see a professional if you're really struggling with, you know, those skincare routines 
teens or getting into it, make 2024 the year that you prioritize your skin, right? That you're taking care of it, you're getting that good glow and go and see one of your local girls. I would say definitely support a local small business like Tori because that's what we're doing in 2024 as well. The I know it's kind of off topic, but the Stanley Cup, like, craziness going on right now it's like wow if people showed that amount of love to small businesses everybody would be just booming like can we get more of that in this next in this new year yes give back to your communities keep Absolutely. it local. i love it go stop going to starbucks go to a local coffee shop and it's going to be just as good if not better for the same price and that really? kind of the same thing with like professional grade skincare is another reason why you should go see an esthetician because the products that you're going to get from a professional, from a professional line is going to have higher quality ingredients than you're going to get from going to Sephora and buying a mass produced product. And you're just paying for a name at that point and you're not Mm. getting ingredients that you really want. So true that true that. So let's, let's take it back a little bit because I really want to unpack kind of like how you got to the point you're at now to this skin, skincare queen, skincare goddess. So uh, we chatted a bit before off camera about your story and how I believe back when you were maybe like 19 when you're and you're 26 now, right? Yes. So okay, so a few years back, um, you went through some pretty traumatic stuff, some life changing experiences. Could you share more on that? Yeah, so <clears throat> sorry. When I was 19, um I got into a really serious car accident. Um and I was in the hospital for about a month. I broke my pelvis. So, I broke my pelvis and it took me about 6 months of recovery. So, that put me out of work essentially out of life. Like when everyone went through the pandemic and everyone was home, like I went through that like three years before that and I was the only one who was home. Like it was just, it was crazy. Um, I couldn't walk. So I was using a walker, which when you're 19 years old and you're walking around with a walker, like I felt like I couldn't go out in public just because of the way people would look at me because from the outside looking at me, like you couldn't tell that I had broken bones. Like, cause there's no cast. There's no indication that like, I was in an accident. It was kind of, I I presented as normal. And Mm. I think going through that and like experiencing kind of that like judgment from people, like I really have a better understanding of how to treat people because you truly never know what someone is going through. Like even crossing the street, like when I first started to recover, I first started learning how to walk again, I would go for little walks around my neighborhood and I would like walk a little bit and then I would sit down and take a break or whatever. But I would get so nervous crossing the street because everyone has been in the car with that person who like people are crossing in front of them and they're like, oh my God, hurry up. Or like they're walking so slow. And it's like, you don't know if that person's having a hard time walking like I was. So like the anxiety that I would have crossing the street was just like crazy because I didn't want people to get frustrated with me mm. because I was walking slower or I was in their way for how those two seconds extra right. took me to cross the street. So little things like that have definitely, like it's definitely had a major like turnaround in my life, my attitude. Like I used to be so lazy and like, after not being able to walk 
now I walk everywhere. I don't, I don't drive anymore. Like I would much rather even like those, these like electrical scooters around the city. Like I, yeah. I would rather walk cause I have the ability to do that than take an electrical scooter to. Mm. Right. It just like kind of put into perspective the things that we take for granted on the day to day. Right. And it's like when you have a cold and you can't breathe out of your nose or you can't smell or something and you're like, Oh wow, I really took for granted my sense of smell. You literally were like, Holy shit. Like the simple task of walking meant so much and I didn't even realize it. So you had like this whole shift right in, in your perspective of life. Yeah, definitely. My perspective of others, like, even just I feel like I'm so much kinder to people because I try to understand their circumstances mm. because I'm trying to be more empathetic than I was before because before I would never even think about that you know just mm. like most people wouldn't when the person in front of them is taking too long to cross the street right <laughs> no it's so true so okay so that happens around like when you're 19 you said and then kind of what did life look like for you after that um because you didn't get right into aesthetics right after that right you so I went so right after I once I was like recovering from my accident I actually that's actually when I took my first lash class oh cool. and, I went, and I got my certification and like I just got back into work and everything and because I didn't have the time and I did have to keep going to work, like learning how to do lashes, like my first set would take me like eight hours, my first few sets. And like, okay. I would have like one or two days off a week. And I was working my usual, I still worked at the diner at the time. Um, and I was working at foot action as well. So trying to get all of that in at once, it was like impossible. It's like, you know, what? I'm like, I would love to do this. Like, this is fun. I enjoy it. But I'm not good at it. I'm not making money and I'm not going to, I can't sustain it. So mm. that's kind of where that fell off at the time. And I really had to focus on just supporting myself, paying my bills and going to my part-time jobs. Um, so it wasn't until, so I kept that up until like COVID hit and, oh COVID okay. hit and I got laid off of the diner. So I took a management position at Foot Action. So I stayed with them through the pandemic. They were still, we were still operating so they still had us working at the mall, fulfilling orders because everyone was shopping online. So right. I would go there and fill orders. I was in management at the time. And then eventually I was working just 40 hours a week. And I was like, you know, I have time to practice my skill and I have time to hang out with my friends and do their lashes and practice this and really put all my effort into trying to make something out of that because going through all these different job changes and taking the management role and once everything started opening up again post-COVID I was just like this really isn't for me like I'm not enjoying management I it's not for me like right you, I, knew that you had you knew there was something more to life than just that yeah and so I eventually was like, all right, I'm going to pour all that I can into doing lashes. And I took a couple more lash classes and I got to the point where like I did it in my living room for a while and I have a one bedroom apartment that I share here with my boyfriend and it's really small. So it was, it just became way too much to have like these girls coming in and right. he's confined to the bedroom because I'm doing services out in the living room. Um, <laughs> So it got to the point where I was able to rent a space. So 
I found my first little lash space down the street from my house um, with a girl named Liz. Shout out to Liz. Um, and we shared a lash space uh, for about a year, a year and a half before I had decided to step into school and for aesthetics. And it was lovely. And I stayed there for a little while. And then I got into aesthetics and I was like, okay, I've out, now I've outgrown this space. So I had to find another space that was more private where I can take facial clients and really create that calm atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And that's led me where I am today. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. I'm so happy to see that you knew that this passion of yours, because you had said earlier, you were like, oh, you know, I this is fun. This is like a hobby, but it's not making me money. But then you still went back to it because you were like, you know what? There was something there. Like I had something there that I know I'm not done with. And it's just so crazy how life or, you know, universe, God, higher power, whatever, will always bring you back to the things that are meant to be. Yeah. And like lead you to where ultimately you're going to go because it did start with lashes and it right. was awesome and amazing. And then that led me into skincare, which I wasn't mm -hmm. even expecting. And I'm happier than ever. I love facials. Like it's yeah. so it's much fun. fun. Like I found like, <laughs> I found what I'm like meant to do, I feel like. And yes. accident, which is awesome. Exactly. Sometimes the best things are the most unexpected ones, right? And I just love to hear your story. I want to actually go back though, because when you were 19, after the accident, you mentioned supporting yourself being really independent. So what did that look like for you? How have you navigated independence at such a you know young age? I mean, I feel like most people by 18, 19, they're kind of sent on their way to college to be a little bit more independent, but still with, with that little bit of codependency on mom and dad, you know, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. still there for sure at 24. Um, and everybody's journey is different, but I know that independence has been a big part of your story. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, of course. Um, everyone's circumstances are different and um, there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you have that support to lean on, that's awesome and amazing and great right. for you. Like, I love that. But for me, um, I did a year in college and then I came home and my parents were kind of like, yeah, like you can't really stay here anymore. So I was like, okay. Um, and I got an apartment with some friends and we lived together. I, it wasn't long before I got into my accident that I lived with those friends. It was only about four to six months that we all lived together. And it was the time of my life. Like we were going wild. We had so much fun. We were two 19 year olds. And then my best friend's older brother who was in his early twenties. So like it was the party house. Like we were, I was working three jobs to maintain my bills and to buy myself whatever I wanted because I've always been that girl that yeah. <laughs> as you should impulsive <laughs> shopper. Um, so I was working super hard and that's, I feel like that's always what it's kind of been for me. Like all these part-time jobs, like I worked multiple jobs at a time and I never saw anything different about that like I never I always just thought like oh this is what people do because it was what people did at the time like everyone I knew had multiple jobs um so that's and living with my friends was so much fun and that's what independency looked for me and then I got into my car accident and it was like a big 
big change. Like I went from running around all day, every day, supporting myself um, to physically being unable to support myself. So like that, I'm like, I couldn't walk. My mom had to give me showers at 19 and to lose like down to that much independence was like insane. And I could not wait to get back to it. So my recovery, I was like, yeah, I can't wait. I I need to get get a new apartment. Like, because by then after six months, my friends had moved out of that apartment and I was like, I need to find a new apartment. Um, Luckily my grandparents had still had their home that they no longer lived in. um, And they were like, Hey, we will rent to you. If you want to find some roommates, this is how much your rent will be. If you have some roommates, we can lower your rent and they can pay whatever. So I moved into there and I found a roommate and we lived there for a while. And then I had a couple other roommates moving in and out. And it was amazing. I mean, learning, relearning how to just take care of yourself. Like it comes down to like cooking and cleaning and all of these things that you don't really consider until you're there and you're like, oh. I need to go grocery shopping. Like, <laughs> what do you buy when you go grocery shopping? Like, <laughs> it's so funny you say that because that's actually how I've been feeling this last week. I've been pet sitting, house sitting for an aunt of mine. So I've had the whole house to myself and have to cook myself all my meals and I'm a bit spoiled. So like my mom usually cooks my dinner and I'm like, oh shit, I have to do this now. (laughs) But I also have realized that I actually find myself thriving in this independence and like having so much just like trust, I guess, with myself to like okay, I can actually keep myself alive. Like, I don't need mom and dad. I can do this, you know? And I think that is such a transition period for a lot of young people, right? Going from living at home and having all of that support to then coming to this realization of, oh shit, I got to do this for myself. So, I mean, it sounds like for you, obviously that was kind of always the case. Um, But how would you you know, do you have any like tips or any advice to anyone who might be struggling with that transition period of, you know, needing to step into more of an independent season? I would definitely say just like find your power in it, like be excited, not so much as like, oh my God, like I'm so overwhelmed that I have to do this now more of just like, wow, I am so capable of doing this and I can do this. And if you need help, if you need to figure it out, like ask ChatGPT. Like, <laughs> how do Chat I do your groceries for the week? Like, write down a menu, what you want to eat every day, and then figure out what ingredients you need. You know, like you will. I love that. Well, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Take your power back, find your power in it, and use AI. Cause why not? <laughs> I'm using AI really at this point. <laughs> you really, so you really have done that, like with Chat ChatGPT. So I asked ChatGPT questions and they, and it gives me useful results. Like not even, I don't, I haven't asked it about my groceries. (laughs) I've got that point down, but I've definitely used ChatGPT a lot in my business. So Mm. like replying to emails, um, if like, you know, I don't sound that professional, I feel like, let me put this paragraph into ChatGPT and ask them to rephrase it for me in a more professional manner. And it comes out like beautiful, even like some service descriptions. I'll write in like, I'm doing this facial. It's really good for 
hyperpigmentation and it's really good for trans epidermal water loss. Like people aren't going to know what, what that, that means. <laughs> so I type it into chat GBT and I'm like, simplify how to say this and hyperpigmentation, dark spots and evening out the skin tone. Like this is what this service is good for. And it's really made, it writes some of my Instagram captions. Like <laughs> Yeah, become a chat GPT plug. I love it because it's so true how useful it is. I've definitely done that, but I've never considered using it for just like life advice. But now I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) Yes, anything you need, like, has you covered. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Amazing. Well, hold on. I wanted to actually pull up. Hold on one second. Um, shoot, I lost it. Where did it go? I had your little form. Um, here with me I was following some of the info that you had left Uh, let me see but well let's chat a little bit about this about being a woman in her 20s because you're about half well you're a little bit more than halfway through your 20s Um, and a lot of the girls who listen are definitely like early mid 20s so how has just navigating the early chapters of your 20s been and you know maybe obviously you've already explained kind of like what that looks like, what that has looked like for you. Um, but yeah, I don't know, maybe just share some of your insight on being a woman in her twenties, what it's been like for you and any, anything that you feel called to share. It definitely comes back to like finding your power, like being excited. Like it, it's so overwhelming in the beginning. And I feel like now that I'm post 25, <laughs> I've made it like that halfway mark. Like I think before, like, things were just so hard. And I looked at everything like, oh, my gosh, I'm expected to be all of these things now. And I'm expected to be an adult and have all these responsibilities that before weren't so pressing to me or didn't matter to me that now it was like, oh, my God, I have to do all these things. And I have to consider my health and what I'm putting into my body. And I have to consider how to take care of myself because, really that's what it comes down to is how you're taking care of yourself. Um, And I just feel like I was so overwhelmed and I felt like I had to have everything figured out. Before I turned 25, I had to have everything figured out. I had to know what I wanted to do with my life. I had to be ready to buy a house. Like all of the, it's not that serious. It's (laughs) really not that serious. Just relax. Like everything will figure itself out. Hmm. eventually like you don't have to have everything figured out like enjoy yourself enjoy your friends like Hmm. don't rush into any relationship and try to be all of these things that you feel that you're supposed to be just take your time relax chill you will get there it's gonna happen (laughs) but yeah enjoy enjoy the journey take back your power and I love what you're saying like it's not so much, oh my gosh, I have to do these things. It's I get to do these things. I recently made that switch. I mean, I've always tried to catch myself when I'm like, oh, I have to do this and try to change it to no, you know what? I get to do that. that. Even if it is grocery shopping or doing the dishes, like I get to have a home and a roof and, you know, things that not everybody has. It goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of like, we take for granted these things that are so you know, second nature to us that we don't think about that other people don't have. So the lives that we live are, you know, to some people extravagant, right? And it's like, we should really just take, you know, excitement in this new chapter, this new season. Um, I recently got into doing some like 
organizing and planning for the new year and I write down like a to-do list but I call it the get to-do list because I get to do the things so I was like oh that's kind of cute <laughs> I love that yes being and just being grateful for like everything being mm-hmm. grateful that you get to get up and go to work today like and I feel like just shifting that perspective makes it so much easier to do those things like mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I get to, uh, this day is going to be so good. I'm going to go to work and it's going to fly by. And it does rather right. than the attitude of like, dang, I have to go to work today because if I don't, then I can't pay my bills. It's like, oh, I get to go to work because I get to pay my bills. Right. It's a perspective shift. Everything comes down to perspective and the energy that you put behind it is the energy that you're going to receive back, right? So if you put every single time, yes, you put that good energy behind it, you're going to have a good day. And even if things don't go out completely as planned, I've noticed for myself, like when you have that good attitude about it, the the hurdles or the setbacks that kind of come up here and there, you're able to navigate them in a much more calm peaceful manner because you have a better perspective on it you're like you know what this is a little hiccup that I didn't expect but how can I solve the problem how can I handle it how can I be you know solution oriented rather than you know problem focused exactly and that's really going to help you in the end it's absolutely just maintaining that positive attitude and being a problem solver rather than just seeing oh my god I have this problem Right. (laughs) No, I love it. How am I going to solve this problem that I have? Right. So, Tori, what are some things that you're really looking forward to for your business and for life in this new year in 2024? Do you have any, like, exciting plans? Or I know, actually, I know you've got something exciting to share because you just stepped into a new space. Yes, I did. So I just, I recently moved into this new space in my salon suite. It's a much bigger room and it's so exciting because I have all this decorating and all these new opportunities for this room that I have because I have so much more space. So that is super exciting. Um, I'm excited to work with new skincare brands. Um, I started my business mainly using um, a brand called Skin Script and then I I recently got an acne specialist certification with the brand Face Reality, um, which has been amazing. Like I have gotten a few clients to start switching to Face Reality and they've all said that their skin looks brighter. Even myself, I switched to Face Reality um, and I'm loving the results. So I'm really excited to start working with Face Reality more and revamping some of my services. I started implementing like monthly facial specials Cool. And kind of reflecting the seasons, like I did for winter, it was a cranberry mint facial, and it was just amazing. Like it smelled so good, and the results were just beautiful. Everyone was leaving glowing. Um, so that has been really fun. I already have the Valentine's Day special picked out. It's gonna be chocolate coconut facials. So Ooh. I'm so excited to get these facial specials going. Um, Clients are loving them. Their skin is loving them. So that's super exciting too for the business. Yeah, that's amazing. It sounds like you have a lot of good things in the works. I'm super excited. Tori and I are going to be doing a little bit of a collab in a few weeks. So you guys will have to make sure to keep your eyes out for that. Um, So I'm really excited for you. I know you're going to decorate it beautifully. It's going to look amazing. Um, But what about life like goals or things for 2024 have you kind of thought of anything for this new year anything that you are so hoping to work on? 
my personal life, another exciting thing that I have going on is a book club. I'm starting a book club. We're going to meet every other Tuesday. We're going to start the second week in February. So um, yeah, that I'm so excited for that. I love to read. I think it's definitely a good way to keep up with reading because sometimes I do fall behind on my reading. So it'll be a nice way to keep myself reading and also just building connections like other we it is going to be open to anybody so anyone who wants to join can come and join we're not secluding it to women but it's going to be really nice to connect with the few women that I know are joining I'm really excited to spend time with them and have a reason to even see them every other week because that kind of gets away from you as you get older Mm -hmm. and then let's plan these things and you have it set in place where we're we're going to hang out every other Tuesday to talk about this book that we're reading it's going to be really nice to like see them every other week I love um, that. That's so exciting. I didn't know you were doing that. Is it with specific types of books? We, so we haven't said specific types of books. I know nonfiction for sure. Cause cool. I know that's what the few women who have joined, like we've decided that that's what we like. Um, cool. But I think we're going to keep it pretty open to like, whatever you like, we're going to have suggestions. Like we picked out the first book based on Reese, Reese Witherspoon's book club. She recommended this book. So that's how we picked the first one. But I think we're going to keep it pretty open for the next one. We're just going to get a consensus of what everybody thinks and maybe pick another book from there. That's amazing. So, um, well, well, kind of while we're here, why don't you let everyone know who's local? Um, Because we do have a lot of local listeners, um, as you guys may or may not have heard in the beginning Tori lives in Providence so um where could people like find more information on the book club if they're interested in joining so uh we were talking about starting like an Instagram but um for now you can contact me um I am the face garden on Instagram um that's my business profile so you can contact me there if you're interested in joining the book club um yeah, and I'll let you know what's going on. I am going to make a post soon, like maybe start the Instagram for the book club. We weren't mm-hmm. sure if we were going to do that or not. We're looking for about eight to 12 members. Cool. So we don't want it to be too much, but we still want to be able to have a nice conversation and be able to build a little community. Right. Yeah, it's so important, like you said, to make the effort to connect with people because everyone can say that they're busy, right? Everyone can say, oh, I don't have the time or, oh, our schedules don't match up. But I think it's really important to make the effort. That's something that I've been doing moving into the new year is being the friend who sends the message, right? Not like waiting for somebody to reach out or, you know, being the one to make the effort and be like, hey, I really miss you. I want to see you or, you know, doing something like what you're doing to make new connections, right? Making the effort because it really can get challenging friendships, Um, can get really challenging in your 20s. That's definitely an unexpected experience that I've had is like, wow, it it really takes a lot more effort to hang out or to make new friends. Whereas before it was like, we're all in school, we're all doing the same thing. We're seeing each other all the time. So I love that you're doing that. And um, everyone can find you at the Face Garden for your business as well, right? Yes. If you have any skincare questions, if you want to ask about a skincare routine, if you don't know your skin type and you still just want a general, like, what cleanser should I use? I'm, my DMs are open. Message me. We can talk about it. I love talking about skincare products. If you even have a product and you're like, hey, like, 
what do you think about this product? I will tell you what I think about it. If, mm-hmm. Like, You'll be straight up. You're not going to sugarcoat anything. You're going to be straight up because that's what you do when you care, right? When you genuinely love what you do and you care about your clientele or just the general population, you're going to give the real, right? You're going to let them know what it is. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I will be sure to leave all of your info. The face, it's the face garden, but you guys know, as usual, I'll leave her handle in the description, in the show notes, so you guys can go and check her out if you're local and you need a good facial. Um, Her videos have me always, like, I'm watching them. I'm like, oh, that looks so relaxing. So I can't wait to go and be blessed with your magical touch. (laughs) So you guys will have to keep an eye out for the content we do together. But definitely check her out. um, Go and try out her services. And if you're into books, definitely try the book club because I am very interested. So I'm going to be messaging you after this because I need some accountability buddies when it comes to reading as well. So that sounds like it would be perfect. And I'm really working on doing new hobbies in 2024. So that would be really fun. Yes. Awesome. Well, Tori, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of the skincare goodies and a bit about your story. Amazing to see where you're at now after everything that you've overcome. And I think it just really goes to show that it's never too late, right? As as you have expressed through your story of starting lashes, but then kind of falling off, but then being brought back to it, right? Never yeah. too late. And, you know, you can overcome a lot more than you think, right? Especially in your 20s when things feel overwhelming, you can do it. It's just about believing in yourself and finding the power in your independence, right? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, girl, for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'm excited to keep working with you. Yes, me too. You are a gem. I'm so happy that our paths have crossed. And for everyone watching, listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, be sure to check out Tori, show her some love on her socials and maybe in person as well if you're local. And I will see you guys on Friday with another solo episode.